0: Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of The Blind Analysis. My name is Tommy Ray Valdez. Today, I want to talk a little NFL news. I want to talk about a few teams, of course. I'm also going to talk about my Seattle Seahawks. And then I'm going to talk a little Seattle Mariners baseball. So first, I'm going to start off uh, with some NFL news. Um, There have been some very interesting quarterback competitions going on around a few of these NFL training camps and a few of those starting quarterback jobs have officially been decided already. The Broncos have officially named Teddy Bridgewater their starting quarterback. He wins the job over Drew Locke. Um, And I think this is a good move for the Broncos. I think they're making the right decision. Um, But we'll just have to wait and see how this plays out. But Teddy Bridgewater will be their starter week one when they take on the New York Giants. Um, In other news, the Jacksonville Jaguars have officially named Trevor Lawrence their starting quarterback. No surprise here at all. Um, you know, we all know that if you're drafted number one overall, you're not going to sit on the bench. So, uh, we all knew that this move was going to happen, but now it's official. Uh, but there's a little bit of bad news for the Jaguars as well. Uh, Travis Etienne, uh, the rookie running back that they drafted in the first round. Um, he injures his foot. He's going to be out for the entire season. Uh, I know that him and Trevor Lawrence played together at Clemson in college, Um, And they were hoping to do some really good things together. Their rookie season with the Jaguars. But Travis Etienne uh, will be out for the season. Um, But uh, I'm just really interested in seeing um, Urban Meyer as an NFL head coach. We all know he has been very successful at the college level. And uh, I'm really interested in seeing how that's going to carry over into the NFL. And, um, you know, how long will it be before... um, We start to see uh, this success uh, carry over and how long before Urban Meyer is a successful NFL head coach uh, with a winning record. Uh, We'll just have to wait and see on that. I know that the Jaguars are going through this rebuilding process, uh, but, um, you know, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be uh, fun to follow over these next few years. Um, And uh, in other NFL news, uh, interesting trade that went down this morning. Uh the Rams and the Patriots make a trade. The Patriots uh they trade Sony Michelle to the Rams uh for two conditional draft picks. So uh, that's another running back added to this Rams roster. Uh, we'll see how how he does with the Rams. Um interesting pickup. And um, you know, um I think he can be very good in this Rams offense, and um, you know, it's gonna be interesting. So uh that's my thoughts on um some of the teams in the NFL. Now I want to talk a little bit about the Seahawks. We still don't know who is um, going to start. Will our starters start in this third final preseason game? Um, still not sure about that. But um, the Seahawks have made some interesting roster moves. Uh, they have brought back Luke Wilson for the third time with the Seahawks. Obviously, he knows Pete Carroll's system. Uh, he knows this offense very well. and. Um, He's going to be another productive member of this tight end group. And uh, I like this move and um, glad to see him back in a Seahawks uniform. Um, and in other Seahawks news, the Seahawks make a trade with the Houston Texans. Uh, they add um, another cornerback uh, to um, provide some more depth in this secondary. Uh, they make a trade with the Texans uh, to get John Reed. Um, And uh, he's coming over uh, to the Seahawks for a seventh-round draft pick. Uh, That's what the Texans are getting in return. So um, always good to add depth to your roster. And uh, I think this is going to be a good move for the Seahawks uh, moving forward. So uh, that's my thoughts on the Seahawks. Now I want to talk a little Seattle Mariners baseball. I want to talk about this series between the Seattle Mariners and the Oakland A's. And I also want to get you guys ready for this upcoming series between the Seattle Mariners and the Kansas City Royals. This was a really quick two-game series for the Mariners against the A's. Uh, it's been a while since the Mariners have played against the A's. And uh, the A's have uh, made some improvements to their lineup uh, during the trade deadline. They went out and, and added a couple guys coming over from the Washington Nationals in uh, Jan Gomes and uh, uh, Josh Harris. And uh, they also added um, Sterling Marte coming over from Miami Marlins. So uh, really good additions to this Oakland A's ball club. And, um, this was a really good series in game one. Marco Gonzalez got the start for the Mariners going up against former Mariner, Paul Blackburn. And, uh, this was a really good pitching matchup. The A's get on the board first. Um, Jan Gomes, uh, drives in a run with a ground out. And then a little bit later on in the game, he hits a solo home run to give the A's an early two to nothing lead. um, And the Mariners really struggle to get going off of Paul Blackburn early in this ballgame. But then they finally get to him in the sixth inning. Mitch Hanniger comes through and hits a game-tying home run that ties the game at 2-2, his 29th home run of the season, and um, that ties the game at 2-2. But then the A's jump back in front. Matt Olsen hits a solo home run to give the A's a 3-2 lead. Um, But then Ty France comes through again in the ninth inning. Back-to-back games where Ty France hits a game-tying solo home run. Um, and this ties the game at 3-3. It's Ty France' 16th home run of the season. Um, and then the Mariners jump out in front in the ninth inning. Jake Bowers drives in a pair of runs with a base hit to give the Mariners a 5-3 lead. And I have to say, I've been really impressed with Jake Bowers lately. Um, he's had some limited playing time. Uh, but in his limited playing time, he's been able to come through with some big hits for the Mariners. He's driven in some big runs. And uh, in this case, this gives the Mariners a 5-3 lead over the A's. Paul Seawalt comes in, gets the final three outs, and gets a save. And uh, the Mariners' bullpen continues to pitch well. And um, the Mariners go on to win this game. Final score of 5-3. to three. Game 2, another good pitching matchup. Chris Flexen gets a start for the Mariners. Cole Irvin gets the start for the A's, and the A's get on the board first. Mitch Moreland drives in a run with a base hit to give the A's an early 1-0 lead. Uh, But then the Mariners get to Cole Irvin. Um, Jared Kelnick drives in a run to tie the game at 1-1. Then Luis Torrens hits a two-run single to give the Mariners a 3-1 lead. They chase Cole Irvin out of the ballgame. He only lasts three innings. He throws over 70 pitches. And uh, he gives up three runs in those three innings of work. Um, And then a little bit later on in the ballgame, the Mariners add a couple more runs. Jared Kelnick drives in another run. Dylan Moore drives in a run as well. And uh, the Mariners go on to win this game. Final score of five to one. Uh, Chris Flexen pitches six and two thirds innings, only gives up one run. He strikes out five batters, only walks one batter. um, And, uh, and then Drew Steckenrider takes over and pitches the rest of the ball game, and uh, really helps out this Mariners bullpen to give them another day of rest. Uh, Drew Steckenrider was very efficient in this ball game; he pitched two and a third innings, um, and uh, the Mariners go on to win this game, final score of five to one. The Mariners sweep the A's in this two-game series. They are now one game behind the Oakland A's in the wild the wild card standings. And the Boston Red Sox are right in front of the Mariners and the A's in that second wildcard spot. Uh, the Mariners are three games behind the Boston Red Sox um, for that second wildcard spot. Um, and uh, the Mariners are now a season high 11 games over 500 with a 69 and 58 record. And uh, the Mariners um, end this road trip with a 6 and 2 record. And uh, despite getting blown out by the Astros twice, on this road trip uh, the Mariners still win 6 out of 8 ball games on this road trip and um despite being outscored by 9 runs on this road trip uh, the Mariners still end up with a 6 and 2 record on this road trip so that is very impressive um and uh, the Mariners uh here's an interesting stat for you guys uh even though this Mariners offense has really been struggling and they are minus 56 in run differential, Uh, the Mariners are still 11 games over 500. They're the only team in MLB right now with a negative run differential with a winning record. Um, Everyone else with a negative run differential is below 500. And the Mariners are 11 games over 500. So that gives you an idea of how good our pitching has been this season. Eventually, the Mariners are going to have to get their offense going. You can't expect... Uh, the pitching to carry this ball club all season. But, um, you know, they've been doing an incredible job and uh, I've been very impressed with this Mariners ball club this season. Um, And, uh, you know, I know that they're going to get healthier. Uh, They're going to get more help um, in their starting pitching when Justice Sheffield and Justin Dunn come back. Um, It'll be interesting to see how that's going to work um, with the addition of Tyler Anderson and if these guys come back that will now be seven starting pitchers that the Mariners have. So someone's probably going to have to go down to the bullpen. Uh, maybe, maybe even two guys. Um, but, um, you know, we'll see how that works, uh, how that works out. And um, also Kyle Lewis is going to be coming back hopefully soon. Um, he's already been taking batting practice with Ichiro. So uh, hopefully he'll be coming back soon. That will be another really good bat to add to this Mariners lineup and help them score some more runs. Um, But, uh, you know, we'll just have to wait and see how this is all going to play out. This is going to be a very big four-game series against the Kansas City Royals. A team that has struggled this season, but they've been playing some really good baseball lately. Uh, They do have some good hitters in their lineup, guys like Andrew Benintendi. Um, uh, They also have Salvador Perez, who's having a career year with the Royals this season. Uh, And they also have um, Bobby Witt Jr., who's had a very good rookie season for the Royals. So, um, you know, pretty good lineup. Um, so, uh, Mariners pitching is going to have their work cut out for them. They are, again, uh, I can't stress this enough. The Mariners have to get their offense going. Um, again, they are showing signs of getting their offense going. Uh, they did score five runs in back to back ball games. So, uh, maybe this is the beginning of some really good things offensively for the Mariners. Hopefully, uh, they can get their offense going. Hopefully, their pitching can continue to pitch well. Um and uh you know hopefully the Mariners can at least win three out of four in this series against the royals it 's always tough to um get a four game sweep uh but if they can do that, that would be awesome uh but we 'll just have to wait and see how this is all going to work out um still uh quite a bit of baseball left to go, a little bit over a month still to go, so um it 's going to be interesting, and um we 'll see what happens with the mariners so uh that 's my thoughts on. NFL and on um, the Seattle Seahawks and on Mariners baseball. And now I want to leave you guys with a really interesting thought before I go. Um, There's a common phrase that we hear in sports um, and the phrase is trust the process. We hear this phrase a lot. And typically you hear this phrase um, when uh, your favorite team, for example, um, has traded uh, maybe a fan favorite player Or uh, maybe they don't re-sign a player that fans really like in free agency. Um, And, um, you know, mainly this happens when when a really good player on your team gets traded. um, And uh, they get traded for guys that are unknown and uh, guys that really haven't um, been able to prove themselves yet. Um, And, um, you know, and that's when you hear the general manager say, trust the process. Um, and, um, you know, to give you guys a couple of examples of, uh, what I'm talking about here, uh, the Mariners, um, last season when we traded Austin Nola, um, at the trade deadline to the Padres, uh, when we traded Austin Nola and Dan Altavilla, um, and Austin Adams over to the Padres, and, uh, we got Ty France and Luis Torrens and Taylor Trammell in return. Uh, We didn't really know these guys too well. We didn't really know what to expect from these guys. Uh, All we knew was that Austin Nola was a really good catcher for the Mariners, um, who was a really good offensive hitter as well. And, um, you know, uh, so uh, that trade happened. And, you know, uh, we heard, trust the process. Um, And uh, now you look at what Ty France has done this season for the Mariners. uh, You look at what Luis Torrens has been doing this season for the Mariners. Um, and you look at uh, the flashes that we've seen from Taylor Trammell at the big league level, even though he has struggled uh, to be consistent at the big league level, uh, he's really been figuring things out down in Triple A Tacoma. And um, I think he'll be a big part of the Mariners' future um, eventually. But, um, you know, uh, we have seen um, some good things from him uh, with his eight home runs uh, in limited action in the major league level. Um, But, yeah, we've seen a lot of good things from these players. Um, And another example, uh, the most recent example, is when the Mariners traded Kendall Graven over to the Houston Astros to get Abraham Toro and Joe Smith. Um, And, uh, you know, we all know that Kendall Graven is still pitching very well for the Astros. He's still dominating. Uh, But look at what we've gotten from Abraham Toro. Um, He's been on base 26 out of 27 games with the Mariners, He's done a really good job at a new position at second base and uh, he's batting over 300 with the Mariners and Joe Smith has done a really good job in the Mariners bullpen as well. Um, So, um, you know, the phrase trust the process, um, you know, the reason why I bring this phrase up is because this phrase also applies to life as well. Um, When we're going through difficult moments in life um, and when, Um, you know, things are just really not going our way. And uh, sometimes we question God. We make the mistake of questioning God. Um, And really, God is just telling us to trust the process, trust his plan and his purpose for our lives. God has a plan and a purpose for each and every single one of us. And um, if we can just continue to trust him, even when things are not going well, if we could trust the process and trust God's plan for our lives and know that if we trust God, everything will be all right. Um, and everything will, will, uh, work out for the best if we can just trust God. Um, look at what's going on all around the world right now. Uh, you watch the news and, um, you know, I know when I watch the news, you know, sometimes I can't even, I can't even watch the news. Um, I just get so frustrated and, and just so concerned, uh, with some of the things that are happening. Um, but, you know, I just got to remind myself to trust the po- the process and to remember that God has a plan in all of this. And in the end, all things will work out um, for our good as long as we trust God. So uh, just remember that and uh, remember to trust the process. Uh, thank you guys for listening. God bless you guys. See you next time. Go Mariners and go Hawks.